Welcome to Up In Your Business with Carrie McCoy. Be sure to stay tuned to the end of the show to hear how you can get a copy of this program and other helpful documents. And now, it's time for Carrie McCoy to get up in your business. Hello, you're listening to KABF in Little Rock, Arkansas. I'm Carrie McCoy, and it's time for me to get all up in your business. For the next hour, I will be taking calls, answering questions, and trying my best to give good advice to small business owners and to people who dream of owning their own small business. You may be asking yourself, what makes this lady qualified to do this? And I'll tell you, experience. So in a minute, you can call and ask me anything. My experience is deep and wide, and my advice is free. Unbelievable. 40 years ago, with just $400, I started Arkansas Flag and Banner. Since then, it's morphed into flagandbanner.com with sales nearing $4 million. That's worth saying again. I started Arkansas Flag and Banner with just $400, and today our sales are almost $4 million. I started by selling flags door-to-door, then went to telemarketing, next mail order and catalog sales, and today we rely heavily on the Internet. In addition, over the last 40 years, I've navigated flag and banner through two recessions and two wars. When people find out I'm that woman who owns Arkansas Flag and Banner, they often say, oh, I've heard about you, and begin asking me business advice. I amaze even myself with all the knowledge I've gained. If you call me for advice, you will not be given textbook answers or theory, but you will be given candid advice from my real world experience. So be prepared to hear the truth. It's not always easy to hear. For instance, you may not want to hear this. In business, there are very few overnight successes, although the two people sitting with me at the table today were. But starting and owning a business takes persistence, perseverance, and patience. When I started Arkansas Flag and Banner, I supplemented my income by waitressing, all while I peddled my flags door to door. After nine years, did you hear me? Nine years of working a part-time job, the company began to grow and solely support me. My first hire was a bookkeeper to handle the clerical side of my business. My first expansion was to begin the manufacturing of custom flags, so a sewing department developed. The next decade ushered in Desert Storm War. Flags were scarce, so a screen printing department was hurriedly built to meet consumer demands. In addition to sales and manufacturing, Flag and Banner now has a purchasing department, a shipping department, technology department, marketing department, call center, and a retail store. And I spearheaded the development of every one of these departments. My experience is deep and wide, and my advice is free. Unbelievable. Before we start taking calls, I want to introduce you to the people at the table. We have Tim Bowen, our technician, who will be taking your calls and pushing the buttons. Say, hey, Tim. Hey, Tim. No. <laughs> Very good. And we have two guests today, Sarah Slimp, who founded the Chunky Dunk Food Truck in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and Sally Mingle, co-founder of Lob Lolly's Creamery in Little Rock, Arkansas, and they've come bearing gifts, only not... I can't believe y'all didn't bring me any cookies and ice cream. Sorry. That's all right. I wish the listeners could see this ice cream that I could have, but I don't have. <laughs> I want to hear about each one of you and how you started your business, but before we do that, cookies and ice cream are a match made in heaven. Mm-hmm. So how did you two meet and join up? I, about two weeks into... This is Sarah Slimp from the Chunky Dunk Food Trip. Hello. About two weeks into starting Chunky Dunk, Sally contacted me, uh, I think it was about two weeks or so. Yeah. Um, We had initially started, I knew I wanted to do ice cream, but it was a little bit too big to take on. Started with cookies and icing sandwiches, which is a little bit sweet and it was still good, but ice cream is definitely the way to go. When Sally contacted me, we were still pretty small. Um, but I definitely, that was kind of the first sign of like, oh, this will be a thing. I've heard of Lob Lolly whenever I, actually, I just moved to Little Rock. I'm the um, pastry chef at the Root Cafe. And every time I would visit Little Rock, I would go to the Root and Lob Lolly. And it's interesting now that I work with both. <laughs> um, but Sally, not only, you know, I got to work with her with the ice cream, but also working with her was such an encouragement because she is a, you know, young female that has started a business that I could learn so much from. So it was a, it was a great partnership from the start and I'm very lucky for that. So Sally, how'd you hear about Chunky Dunk? I was starting to deliver ice cream up into Fayetteville 
and I was looking at who could I partner with that is has fun with dessert and would pair well with ice cream. And I um, deliver ice cream to Blackboard Grocery, a small kind of like urban grocery store, really fun if you're ever in Fayetteville. Go check it out. Say hi to Alicia. And she told me about Chunky Dunk, and so I reached out to Sarah. And Sarah worked at Blackboard, didn't she? Yeah. Sarah's an opportunist. I've known Sarah for how many years? Four years? Four, yeah. And uh, you are a major opportunist. She is always <laughs> taking advantage of opportunities when she finds She's you. really good at baking. Thanks, guys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sarah, I read up a little bit about you because you were written up in Arkansas Life, and um, I like how you talk about what your friends used to call you when you were a kid. Um, and I still do, actually. I was a fat pusher in college because <laughs> I would, I lived with a bunch of girls and I would come home and I'd be stressed out from school and so I'd make, you know, eight desserts in my oven and my roommates would come home and I'd be like, mm, I don't really want this, but I made it, so you guys should just eat it and I'd just leave it on our <laughs> counter and they hated me. <laughs> so I've got to ask Sally about the name. I've always wondered since I heard it. Mm-hmm. Lob Lolly. Where Lob did you Lolly. get that name? Well, do you know what the state tree is? No, it's um. I it's, feel terrible. I don't oh no! Know. It's like a silly trivia question. I should know that. Um, Our son is in horticulture. I know, right? Know oh, Jack, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it's a Lob Lolly pine tree, and so I wanted to. Um, I actually remember I was at Vino's with my friends and I was trying to come up with a name for my ice cream business and I told my friends if anyone can come up with a name I'll, I'll give you ice cream for life <laughs> and so I was trying to come up with a name that uh, related to Arkansas because we try to use local seasonal ingredients um, so in Arkansas flavors um, southern flavors and I wanted something whimsical and fun and kind of funny to say so we were just looking up Arkansas stuff, and um, someone was looking at the state things. You know the you know the the what the bird was and what the so what's the bird? Isn't it the it starts with an M? Mockingbird. Uh, Mockingbird. Mockingbird. Okay, yeah. And then you know like apple blossom, I think is the flower. Um, diamond, you know. We know whatever. the diamond. Yes, yes, we do. Yes. But that's because I sell flags and it's on the flag. But go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, so someone said, oh, a lob lolly pine tree. And I thought lob lolly was a fun name. It sounds like you have a mouthful of food when you say it. It's kind <laughs> of a tongue twister. I enjoy people kind of like having a hard time saying it because it's just fun. Like it doesn't need, it's not serious. It's ice cream. It's not, you know, we're not making. You're not doing brain surgery. No brain surgery. No aircrafts. No spaceships. So just uh, ice cream. No one really thought about that name when they say it. I never really knew what it meant. I just, like you said, I just thought, boy, that's a fun name, Lob Lolly, and I yeah. just say it. Yeah, yeah. So you decided that you were going to start selling something you loved. I think that's what Sarah did. She started selling something she loved. Yeah, yeah. Mine was kind of an accident, actually. I was working at the Green Corner store at the time, and Shelly Green, the owner, and Anita Davis, the landlord, got all these period piece fixtures from the store. The The store, if you go, it has all these old uh, pharmacy and soda fountain fixtures, beautiful pieces, which the store used to be a pharmacy from 1906 to 1967. Shelly gave me the opportunity to start a soda fountain. I've worked in, in food service, owned a coffee cart on campus, worked at an ice cream store. And so she gave me that opportunity and I wanted to make everything from scratch, the soda syrups and the ice cream, so I started that. Did you start with the small business incubator in Trinity Cathedral? Is that where you started making? What kitchen yeah, did you Yeah, yeah, we used Trinity to make our ice cream. I yeah. remember and that, was that really actually. Nice to have. Yeah, it was a great opportunity. We were with Kent Walker Cheese, a pie company, and a soup company at the time. Uh-huh. I don't think they're still doing that, though. But that is a great way to use an industrial kitchen to see if you can make it work. Oh, yeah, I would goes. definitely recommend it. I mean, cottage laws are great, too. Uh, baked goods and, and some jams and jellies you can just make at home and sell them. But definitely finding an incubator kitchen because kitchens are expensive. That's right. Yes. So And you don't want to invest the money till you find out if you're good at it. So, Sarah, yeah. to make the ch- everybody loves a food truck. And when you told me a few years ago you were going to start a food truck, I told you it was a terrible idea. Oh, everyone did. <laughs> Everyone did. No, but in Fayetteville, actually, in Little Rock, it's a little harder. But in Fayetteville, it seems like it. Especially the they last have year a food truck scene. Blown up. So yeah. she never asked me about it again, and I get a post. <laughs> so I get a postcard in the mail, and it's her jumping off a picnic table with uh, balloons in your hand, and it says, "I've graduated." Oh yeah, because I was doing my master's up until I 
I decided to start the truck about a month or two before I graduated and you know my opening day was two three weeks after I graduated with my MSW and which has nothing to do with baking no it doesn't <laughs> uh, what is your degree in uh, social work and what was your BA in uh, religious studies <laughs> so do you think that this is um, Providence you know, it's an interesting, I have a lot of people, so when I sent out that postcard, it was my graduation announcement, and I, I knew it sounded ridiculous. I, here I am, I just finished my master's, I'm going to start a food truck. But the more I kept going with it, the more, I'm one of those people, if I start an idea, I'm fine with seeing it through, what, that's what I'll do once I fix on something, and I'm fine with no help, you know, but all, there's always been help. And so that was a neat thing, is that as soon as I told people about this, um, someone helped me start a GoFundMe. It raised $2,000 in the first day. Wow. Um, and all, it, all your friends and friends family? Friends and family. And it was just people saying, and I felt so much support after that. It, it was people saying, hey, we're glad you've done all these other things, but we know this is something you need to do, and this is something you're good at. Well, one thing I didn't like about the food truck idea, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> <calling> was, <laughs> you know, that's me. So was the fact that it was mobile and that I was afraid people would, you would have to move it all the time. And it's hard enough to cook in a kitchen when it's stationary, but now you're in a restaurant that's mobile, but you actually rented a stationary truck. Yeah. So that was the thing that worked out. Um, I was actually at a conference in Little Rock for my MSW program. And I had a friend there and she said, Hey, I know this is something you joked about, but I know someone that's going to rent out their food truck. Um, something in their family had happened and they just needed to rent it really quickly. And if you have the opportunity, renting is so much easier, just like you were saying, using a rental kitchen instead of um, building your own kitchen, it's going to save you so much money. So I was able to, you know, start out just paying, I paid my deposit and had a monthly rent instead of paying, you know, ten, twenty thousand $20,000 to start a food truck when I wouldn't know if this was even going to work. Yeah. And the nice thing is that you were always at the same spot, um, yeah, which yeah. was great. So customers could always find you. And we had a big lot. And so we had picnic tables and we put lights out and it was just, it worked with the, the feel of the truck. And you didn't have any crime issues? Being well, open like that. We had one break in. Someone busted through our window, but they didn't steal. Stole a bunch of cookies. You know, they they stole some. They stole some soy milk. It was interesting, <laughs> but really, um, it actually kind of helped because when that happened, we were on Block, which is similar. It's very similar feel to Main Street in Little Rock, but Block Street on in Fayetteville, and there's like a Block Street community. And local businesses reached out to us. We actually got we got a ton of tips that day because so many people had heard about it through Facebook, through Instagram. And well, that's because you are a social media marketing guru. We're going to talk about that in a minute. <laughs> but no one really thought it would work. But you were in the black within one year. Yes. So when I did my opening thing that said it takes hard work and it takes a long time, there's no instant successes. Both of you ladies were pretty successful. You you seem like you were too, Sally. I don't know if I'm, I'm not quite in the black yet, but I think we just have a good social support and the community is supportive of desserts here. So it's really helpful to have people eat lots of sugar. So I know people got questions. <laughs> I don't know, like it's easy to sell when people like your product. <laughs> so we probably got quiz questions. You're listening to Up In Your Business with Carrie McCoy and my guests today are Sarah Slamp from Chunky Dunk Food Truck and Sally Mingle. Mingle. Thank you, Sally. Oh, yeah. From <laughs> Lob Lolly. What's the phone number if someone wants to call in and talk to them? That number is 501-433-0088. Sally, you went from two employees because you have a co-founder with you. Yeah, my mom actually is my... Uh, oh, it well, is? Yeah, um, the co-founder was um, is Rachel Moore, and she just helped me start the business, but now my mom and me own it together. Oh, I see. Mm -hmm. And now you have 10 employees. 13. 13. Well, your article's a little bit behind. Yeah, um, a little outdated. <laughs> talk to me about hiring employees and going from you and the two co-founders. Right. We've been open for about five years. So, you know, in the beginning you do everything and you make a lot of mistakes and you learn from it. The biggest mistake that I've learned is not asking for help. And if I could go back, I would ask for help more. But slowly we hired people. Um, definitely investing in a good bookkeeper when it gets bigger than just yourself is, is definitely recommended. Sometimes business owners will get tied up in the bookkeeping aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, and no. it is actually the easiest part of your business to train. Yeah, I agree. And making the product, I feel. Yeah. Are you still making the product? I'm still churning, yes. So I had a friend that owned a rental car business. And mm -hmm. every time I would talk to her, she would be down there invoicing her customers. 
instead of outselling or mm -hmm. meeting her customers, she'd be in the back. And I mentored her about getting a bookkeeper. And she right. could never let go of the money. She was like, oh, but it's the money. It's the right. money. I, it is hard to let go of. It's definitely. And it's hard to let go on various tasks. Like I had to be trained and weaned by my team to like delegate because that's really hard. The first thing I delegated was the soda fountain. We have a soda fountain in the green corner store where you can... Uh, get ice cream and sodas and milkshakes and all sorts of stuff mm -hmm. but yeah the first thing was like hiring a staff to work there so that I could go out and do our wholesale sales and make deliveries and make sure the kitchen has ice cream and I want to come back and events. talk about that in a little bit but Sarah what was the heart you were you did not have employees you relied on your friends and your <laughs> family to help you did you ever hire anybody? I can't remember. I did never hire anyone. I'll point out now, um, I, in May, I sold part of the business to two lovely ladies in Fayetteville, and they are running it for me now, Laura and Tori. And they, when, when I when I talked to them, you know, I found out my about my job at The Root, um, knew I wanted to kind of, and we can get back to that, but just knew I need, I wanted to learn a little bit more before I continued Chunky Dunk, but I wanted it to keep going. And the first thing I said when I talked to them was, you're going to need employees. Because when, when I, you know, my last few weekends, I was baking uh, over a thousand cookies a week, I would say, by myself. And I had a part-time job at the time, too, just to make sure we were making ends meet. And I did rely heavily on friends and family at first, but I know now, if I was doing that still, I would definitely... <laughs> hire employees that's and and at the end I also hired an accountant um, because I got it did get too big you know I don't have a, a religious studies and social work I don't have a business background right no finance and so I want you want to make sure you're doing it correctly it's so important and to me that was a part I knew I wanted to hire someone for when I started my business I think being concerned about the law and the taxes was the most troubling part and I'll never remember what my mother said to me and I was 20 years old and I said she said Carrie why don't you go start your own business and I said mother I can't do that I don't know how to pay taxes and do the business side of it that you know state laws and the federal laws and the taxes and she said honey we'll cross that bridge when we get to it I have used that methodology all of my life jump in and we'll cross that bridge when we get to it you can think it to death and never get off the mark so sally you have speaking of rules what are the rules and the hurdles you have to get over for the health department in little rock arkansas oh that's a great question well thank you um <laughs> well if you are making a food item in little rock you definitely have to have a commercial kitchen Except, I mean, look into cottage laws, so if you're doing baked goods or some canned things, you can get around it. So a commercial kitchen, you know, has a grease trap, has... Um, Do you have to have a grease trap when you're making ice cream? Yes. Really? Yep. Yeah, we cook things. We pour milk down the drain. Oh, I guess that's greasy. Yeah, it's greasy. That's why I love it. Yep. They care about refrigerator temps. They care about your product being labeled, so you need to look up how to label things like Did you do all that research online yeah it's super easy oh um, see, that's and the easy. health department's super nice they'll come out and show you what to do and they'll talk to you and there are um some resources i know in fayetteville yeah because the u of a works so closely with the waltons there's the walton the walton business school if you're a u of a graduate and if you're not too i think you can mm -hmm. do it sometimes but you can apply to have some, kind of like a counseling with a a business master student and they'll work you through the small business process you made a product that you could make in your home that was allowed to be cooked yes. in your home and yep. you did that specifically so that you didn't have to have a commercial kitchen yes and it worked out Smart. i mean <laughs> save money. Yeah. Right? so you baked at home and then carried all your products down to the food truck yeah and and is that does that law is that health department a statewide law or is that just in Fayetteville? The no, that's state. Cheese. That's state. Yeah, it's all so of our why, Arkansas what, Health Department. What made you able to cook in your kitchen? What was the pro what was it about your product that made you able baked to cook? Baked good. It was yeah. baked. So baked goods can be cooked in Yeah, cottage law. And a lot of that started with farmers markets. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, no, it was written for farmers markets because farmers were making, you know, um, banana bread, you know, yeah. all these people and they do canning yeah. items too. Yeah. And so So it was for the farmers to be able to sell at the farmers market. 
but oh, it worked well for see, us. See, our people are good, aren't they? So you're listening to Up in Your Business with Carrie McCoy, and my guests today are Sarah Slimp from Chunky Dunk and Sally Mingle from Lob Lolly. And if you want to call in and ask them questions, that number is 501-433-0088. You moved to Little Rock, Sarah. Yes. And you're working at the after you sold your business, which is something I've never done. How did you feel? Well. You moved to Little Rock and you're working at The Root. Yes. But before we talk about that, I want to hear a little bit about selling your business, how you figured out how to do it, or did you just shoot from the hip? A little bit of both. So, um, And you I, weren't looking to sell. I wasn't. That was, so that was the thing. Her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you go ahead. Oh, no, but that's the amazing <laughs> you thing. You speak for Sarah? No, I'm not. Yes, please sorry, do. Sorry, sorry. Please do. <laughs> go on, Sarah. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I just want yeah. to make that point because it's pretty amazing yeah, I didn't even think about that. Because um, I remember calling you and yeah. being like, well, so part of the story is I thought about opening a brick and mortar and found a place, was so excited about it, ended up there was a business there that wouldn't allow us to be in the building because they sold desserts also. Um, Conflict of interest. Yes. And Don't so, they know like businesses together do better? That's what I thought too. Yeah, that's but what, yeah. I remember calling Sally and I was really excited about this and I was like, would you be interested? You know, would you guys want to have a, something like the Green Corner store where there was a little soda shop and it was already a soda shop. It was beautiful. But after, you know, we were fully in, I was so excited about it and found out the I had the owner show me around, went to start up, you know, talking about writing up papers and this other company said like, no, we don't want them there. Um, after that, it was just kind of a, it's a low blow and I didn't really recover well from it. I looked around and just everything I saw, nothing measured up and More I, Providence, you know? Yeah. And it was just, I'm a firm believer of like things happen for a reason. And I felt like there was a reason that didn't work out. And that's when I started talking to Jack and Corey owners of the root wonderful place. And they, you know, I, I got offered this job and um, at the root to do all their baked goods as they're expanding. And I just kind of felt like it would be really good for me to learn more before I continued with Chunky Dunk because we were starting to get, especially when the students were back in Fayetteville, we were starting to get way too much business for me to handle on my own. And what a nice problem. To have. <laughs> it was good. You know, like you said, sugar sells. So yeah, <laughs> we use social media and I think you guys do at Law Bali too. Like social media is such a big promotion thing. Oh yeah, and for, it's free. It's totally it's free. Like if you're not using it, you're missing out. You're on losing a huge money. Group of people, yeah, you're losing yeah. money. And so, and especially in Fayetteville with the school, there's so many young people there that that reach out on social media. Um, so all of our promotions were usually Facebook and Instagram. And when we decided to, when I well, I guess I keep saying we, but when I decided mm-hmm. to move on. I put out a post saying, this is what I'm doing. You know, it was a very, it was probably too emotional for a business post, but I was pretty sad about leaving, but also excited about the potential of doing something new and something to help me grow as a, as a baker. Um, about a week later, I had two customers reach out to me and, you know, I, it, at first I thought it was kind of a joke. <laughs> reach out to you to buy. To buy. The yeah. Business. They, because you were, because you said you were moving and shutting it down. Yes. And they both were, they reached out and they just said, you know, we're our friend group. We're all just so sad. And you know, that was kind of at first, that's what they started with. And then they said that they were interested in taking over. If that was something I was interested in and um, continuing what I had started. And, you know, when you open a business, shutting down for whatever reason, whether it's to move on to something else, whether it's because you have to shut mm-hmm. down because of finances. It's emotional. It is emotional. And the fact that someone wanted to continue something I had started was really, that was almost better than any validating, part of it. You validating know? you. Sally, you have a very diverse sales distribution. I've seen your ice cream in the freezer section at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. I've seen your ice cream at food trucks like Chunky Dunk. Mm-hmm. I've seen it in restaurants, and I've even seen it at the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Don't you? <laughs> and I think you have a food truck too, right? Yeah, yeah. So this sounds like out. a logistic nightmare to me. It's a perishable <laughs> product. Yeah, yeah. How do you transport it, and how do you restock it? Yeah. Um, great questions. Well, we used to just deliver it in my car with a cooler. And, and, you know, like I started this because I wanted ice cream at the soda fountain and it turned into a business. I never really thought like, okay, I want to go in the food business. What should I make? If I did, I probably wouldn't have picked ice cream because it melts. 
And then when you refreeze it, it's not the same. Nope. It's not like frozen vegetables where you can kind of get away with refreezing. It's a very, and but it's a beautiful product because you have to focus on it. You know, it's, ice cream's not like a bag of chips where you can put it in a bowl, walk away, munch on it. You have to like focus on the ice cream. I never thought about that. You're right. And I focus on it every night. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fun. It's versatile. You can do a lot of flavors. But anyways, for delivery, we, we now upgraded to a delivery truck. We have a freezer truck. So it keeps it cold upon delivery, which is really lovely. How did you ever do it without a delivery truck with the, with a freezer? You I just would, ran really fast. You just broke all the laws and ran through the stoplights? Um, we had really nice Yeti ice. I recommend it. Oh. I, that product is great. Like dry ice. I bought a lot of dry ice. I gotcha. But we didn't start delivering to Fayetteville until we got the delivery truck. Um, well, now that's not true because Sarah borrowed my car one time and took it to Fayetteville. <laughs> because I have a van and she filled it up with your ice cream and took it to Fayetteville. You probably don't know that. So I was a oh, delivery no, I, truck. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. Thank you. We, well, and that's because um, we ran out so quickly because yeah. ice cream was so good. We had so many people buy it that we had to like come down on a special trip that wasn't on their delivery system. Yeah. I love your green tea ice cream. Oh, thank you. Of course, yeah. I like salt on my ice cream. Yeah, I do too. Our salted caramel is pretty salty and sweet. It's good mm-hmm. too. But yeah, and then restocking the ice cream, it's just all about, I text mostly to people because everyone's so busy that it's not bugging them. They can get back. But I text my wholesale customers every week to see if they need product. Sarah, what was the hardest part about a food truck? Mm-hmm. That's a good space. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm trying to think of what, I'd say. What was the biggest surprise about a food truck? How well it went. I yeah, would well, I would also say like the hard, uh, the hardest thing would, for me was, mm, the wall between you and the customer. So every other food service job I'd had, and coming off of a degree where I was learning about counseling, you're really not supposed to have a table in between you. So if you're doing a, like having a therapy session, you're not supposed to have a table between you and your client. And a lot of times in the food truck, because I was renting and I couldn't change the way the window worked, I really felt like I could not interact with the customers as much as I wanted to. And luckily I'd have friends volunteer and I could go out and reach out. But I think that's so crucial is making a, you know, a connection with them. That is a really observant thing to say. And I have actually thought that I bought something from a food truck today and you're just like, no, and she sticks her no hand connection. out the window and kind of waves yeah. at you like your food's ready, and you're like, who? Well, and sometimes she we to? did that. I mean, we'd get so busy, but luckily, that's why I brought my dog. You know, Chandler would—he's lost ten pounds since I I stopped doing Chunky Dunk. Because everybody's not feeding him. Everyone gave him so many cookies, but but that was kind of what he was out there for, is because I knew like, well, I'm so busy, I can't help you know, but just have to hand you the cookie. But Chandler will greet you and sit by you while you eat your ice cream. Oh, he's good too. He's a. I think that's another reason your social media did well. Everybody took pictures of Chandler and shared it. You're listening to Up in Your Business with Carrie McCoy and my guest Sarah Slim from the Chunky Dunk Food Truck in Fayetteville and Salamingo from Loblolly Creamery right here in Main Street in Little Rock, Arkansas. You can phone in and ask them questions at 501-433-0088. So, Sally, you have wholesalers. Yes, partnerships collaborators is that what you call them yeah because I feel like well I mean they're sharing their space with me and especially in grocery stores freezer space is really competitive there's not much of it so they're partnering with us to sell our product I try to work with them as best as I can so are they do they pay you up front for your ice cream or is it on consignment up front because of the nature of the product definitely up front <laughs> I thought I wondered about that when I saw it at the movie theater I thought wow is it on consignment I th- no no he they buy cases of that it. would be a nightmare I would think yeah I wouldn't for food I would never do consignment there's a shelf life yeah that seems silly uh so this is very ambitious to implement all these different types of Ca- yeah sales categories I guess because yes. not only do we do wholesale we have a retail and we want to expand that and then we have a solar-powered ice cream truck that we do special events and caterings we do other caterings and just uh, managing I can't believe you only have 13 employees really yeah for all of that you know people call me and ask me all the time if I wholesale flags and I have never figured out how to do that you just sell like 30% discount to them and well I offer sales at that discount if you are on my e-blast there, that Dempsey only does 30 oh. so I guess they could just be wholesalers and just buy from the sales yeah, that just, I offer yeah just give a dis- yeah they just get the discount and, and they have to order a certain amount of flags certain quantities yeah 
which one of your product placements does the best or do you like the best that has the least amount of effort in restocking and sells the most? It depends on what kind of business it is. Like Chunky Dunk is definitely one of them. Every other week they order like 20 gallons. You sell that um, much ice cream up there? We, I mean, well, and the thing is like when we, well, really? not, I feel like y'all are at more places. All those sorority girls, they love, love ice cream and cookies. <laughs> Love that makes it. Total sense. Well, and when we started, she would get you herds guys, of them. Oh my gosh! At like was, twenty at a time. It was no wonder crazy. social media works so well. All right. Mm-hmm. And be, I like them because of social media. They credit yeah. us. They promote us. Um, well, we were they the know how to compliment Lobolly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're but, the only one right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I mean, there's like like Blackboard and Whole Foods. Where, yeah. But for the most part, we had people that would come and specifically to get Lobolly that had just moved from Little Rock or they had just heard that we sold this ice cream that they had growing up or something if they were in Little Rock. So we have a caller. Caller, you're on the air. Yes, I'm on the air. Yes, you are. Yeah, uh, who is the host of the show? Carrie McCoy, Arkansas Flag and Banner. Yeah. Well, Kay, this is Free Willie. Uh, listen, Kay, I don't know how old you are, but uh, uh, I'm, I'm 73 going on 19. What? I'm I love this. I love going, this live show. Uh huh. Okay, good. And I'm going on 19. In other words, my question is this: Is I'm too young to start a business at 73? No. I don't know. You're, if you feel like you're 19, you're absolutely not too young to start a business. Do you have a business question for well, me? Well, I tell you what, uh, I have the entrepreneur spirit because I grew up around that. My parents back in Cross County, not my parents, but my parents' uh, people, they had little restaurants and stuff like that. So I grew up around people that didn't really believe in punching clocks. They kind of you know, believing on in their own little business. It wasn't nothing but just selling hamburgers out the window or whatever, you know. Right. So what I'm saying, the one of the reasons why that I, I really want to, to get into this uh, uh, entrepreneur thing, I'm, I want to do it for my grandkids. That's a good idea. And uh, I want them to really get the spirit while they're young, the power of being... Entrepreneur. The independence that comes from being an entrepreneur is, I think, one of the reasons. That so I what I, my question is, my wife, she said here by me, she come to find out she bought a book from you, and I believe she said you signed it. Uh, <laughs> no, she's not correct. She said I'm wrong, but well, you see how young I am. <laughs> I have my mind slipping. But anyway, uh, she said that she bought one from you when you, uh, when you, uh, a few years back. And uh, I used to stay at my, I had an uncle stayed on Ninth and State. I don't know if you remember that those two shotgun houses back in the day used to be on Ninth and State. Do you, you remember that? You know, I really don't. When I bought the building, it, it did not have those houses. But I've seen pictures, and I know that the other side of Ninth Street were all shotgun houses, and the side of what? the street that I'm on were all the businesses, and the people would just walk across the street to the businesses. Well, well here's the deal. Now, on Ninth and State, there was two shotgun houses. And west of, uh, of, of uh, Ninth and State, right across from my uncle, it was a club there. I forgot the name of the Flamingo Club. Yeah, the Flamingo Club. Right. Well, now, that building that you were in there used to be a big drugstore, right? Jim Pharmacy. Jim Pharmacy. He was Afro-American, right? Right. So, you know, I'm not just making this stuff up. No, I know you're not. I'm not making this stuff up. But I used to come over here for my vacation back. Well, actually, I've been coming to Little Rock for back in the 40s. Yeah. When they had the streetcars and what have you. You need to and come to Dancing into Dreamland and bring your beautiful bride and come to Dancing into Dreamland on November the 18th. And I'll give you a tour myself of the Taborian Hall and the Dreamland Ballroom. You're going to love it You very said November much. the 18th? November the 18th. Come on down and I'll meet with you. And give well, you what did I got to have? I ain't got no tuxedo. You don't need a tuxedo. Well, 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 it's the 21st I, I, century. You can wear blue a, jeans anywhere. I got a black suit, though. That'll work just fine. Bring your beautiful bride and come down up to the third floor to the Dreamland Ballroom, and we're going to have our only fundraiser of the year, and I'll give you a tour. Well, so have I you did, got a question for me, or I'm going to open up this line for the next I, caller? I tell you what, I got a question. All right, got, shoot, baby. I, I got a question for you. Listen, what I want to do, I want to know, could you, if me and my wife come down there, could you put, say, about 10 points 
on paper how to start a business. I absolutely will. Or you can call me or go to my website, and I will work with you personally on it. Well, I can start a business in a heartbeat and give well, you 10 thank points. thank you, ma'am. Thank you. And, and you don't know. You have really made my day. And thank I'm going to say one thing. I'm going to hang up. Okay. That's, that's funny. You said November 18th. Don't you know my birthday is November 16th? There you go. It's your birthday present. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. That was a nice call. Ten points to start your business. I may just put that online. I'm writing that down. That was a good idea. I may do that every time. So, um, Sally, you have a very diverse product line. I noticed that you were selling kombucha. We're, we're not doing that anymore. Good, because that tastes terrible. Oh. <laughs> well, it, she loves she It's subjective. Like it. um, You're... They made me drink it. I almost threw up every time, but I know it's good for you. Yeah, it's vinegary for sure. But you do bottled uh, sodas and drinks still? We did. Um, that was when we were really like doing the farmer's market circuit, <laughs> and we were selling. It was really hot, and people wanted a cold drink. So you streamlined again? Uh, yeah, we mostly just uh, sell ice cream. That's our main thing. I think that's but, smart. Yeah, we do make French macarons for the soda fountain. And wholesale those, and then we do confections in the wintertime and more baked goods in the wintertime and uh, hot drinking chocolate, that kind of stuff. So, Sarah, you've got new, you've moved to Little Rock, you started working for the Root Cafe, and tonight they've got something special going on. You want to tell everybody what it is? Yeah, um, we have, the Root, we've started, if you haven't been, we usually serve breakfast and lunch all week, Tuesday through Sunday, and the second and fourth Fridays, we've started doing dinners to the second Friday is a ticketed dinner, and fourth Friday is a open um, table service dinner. We're doing it tonight from 5 to 8, and we'll have the chef. He has made some wonderful, I know I was just telling Sally, there's this stuffed macaroni dish that I really hope no one buys so I can eat. So you take uh, it home tonight. Yes, that's all I want for dinner. I've made a bunch of desserts, and um, it's been pretty fun, you know, getting a branch out from, I still made cookies, some cookies for tonight. But, what are some desserts you made? Um, so for tonight, we have, my one cookie dish is just a little cookie with a fresh peach cream on top. And, and you didn't bring me any, again. <laughs> no. um, we've got a cheesecake apple streusel bar with homemade caramel, a pear black sesame crumble with a green matcha tea ice cream and honey. That and sounds delicious. You yeah, know, Jack's that coming so on good. to our show in a few weeks, and he's going to talk about all this expansion he's been doing because yeah. they are really expanding. Adding a pastry chef like you is one of the expansions that he's done. He's added on a dining room. Sounds like he's going to uh, dining at night, so we're going to have them on. Yes. I think he comes on in four weeks. I also read, Sally, that you're always coming up with new flavors. Why? Why can't you just pick the best ones and stay with those? I think people expect us to at this point. It makes us different. We're always changing things up so that people have to kind of look at our Facebook or Instagram or come in and see what's new. And we do a lot of custom flavors for caterings and wholesalers. So if someone wants a roasted banana ice cream with toffee, we can do that. Just last week, we made two custom flavors for a wedding. The bride got to make her flavor. The groom got to make his flavor. And instead of a wedding cake, they had ice cream. So You know you made a flavor for the Dreamland Ballroom? Yes, I remember that. You do. I do, too. That's yeah. what I first heard about you. All right, we've got another caller. Hey, this is Gary McCoy. You're on the air. Hi. My name's Andy. I'm really enjoying this interview. Uh, I was actually having trouble getting a question for a while because... Uh, I've been doing so great. I love Thank Wild you. Wally. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. I haven't checked out Chunky Dunk, but it sounds wonderful. Well, or go to um, the root and have some of our baked goods. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to do that. I'm a small business owner uh, here in Little Rock. I found that the number one issue that gives me the most anxiety about the business is uh, tax stuff. And I'm just totally ignorant about it. I'm very new to this. My second year doing it. And I've been get to the point where I think I might need a higher professional to help with this. I'm kind of at this point where I don't even know where to start with that. I don't know. Are you talking about where... paying your sales tax monthly? Are oh, you talking no. about paying I, your I, income I, tax at the end of the year? Yeah, the, the, the annual filings, you know, hiring a CPA or Are whatever. you a sole proprietor or a corporation? I'm a sole proprietor. Well, that's I'm, the best way. That's the mm -hmm. other thing. I'm a, uh, well, it's an LLC, but I'm the only. Oh, you are an LLC? Yeah, but we've changed to where I'm the only owner of the LLC. So, I mean, the the best information I could find online is that it's considered a sole proprietorship, but I just wasn't sure, and uh, I didn't 
know what kind of resources y'all had to kind of connect businesses with or small business with send me an email and i'll hook you up with somebody and i think we're going to have some tax people on uh to help because i think that is a problem of every single solitary small business and i never did mine from day one i hired somebody because mm-hmm. i was oh, scared yeah. to death of nice. it. Yeah. <laughs> i was scared to death of it and i just found some person that was not with a large company so there wasn't yeah. like five names on the door i just found a single person through yeah. word of mouth who actually he was an older gentleman he was almost retired and he could do my taxes in an hour it didn't cost me very much he didn't have a lot of overhead and that's what i would recommend i'm scared to do my own taxes well, too i would say to you this past year i went to the state and i took it up with them and said i you know there's a lot of people that will come and help you so if you call up and say you know i'm a small business I'm reaching out to my local government to see if there's someone that can work with me on this. Um, I had someone come out and he actually, his wife was a small business owner and that's how he got into working on state taxes. And so that was really helpful in that area. And then when I went to do, you know, my yearly giant number, that's so terrifying for someone that isn't in finances. I found someone that was through the U of A and I'm sure you could probably do it through Euler too that yeah, is Euler graduating. Is good, good uh-huh. yeah. So you called the state of Arkansas and asked them who to use yes. for taxes? Yeah, for well, your I, income taxes. Yes, and then so I just said, you know, I don't know how to do this. Please tell me something because I just didn't want to mess up. You the name of somebody. <laughs> yeah. And, um, Department of Finance, I guess? Yes, they usually will. You know, people are so scared, I think, of using the government for a tax reasons but just watch parks and rec and then call and you'll feel better (laughs) and and euler has a small business office that mentor like has free classes and also will help you and then score it's an acronym i don't know they still have that senior retired yeah it's great i use them actually i have a a person on our team that we took from score but score is great they will mentor you and advise you and it's it's not just for taxes but for like just business in, in general that's a great question thank you for calling caller thank did we so help much. you okay yeah y'all did a great what's job. your business you. uh i'm cajun snow okay uh, hey cajun oh, snow oh, wait, awesome. I, just, I think i've met you actually i just came out there the other day and I'm talked so to you, glad you asked him that. my son worked for you didn't he oh no, it's Matthew a new, work for it's a new owner, though. New right? owner. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a great Are you job. open still? How long are you uh, being? Oh, yeah. Uh, end of September. End of September? Oh, yes. Awesome. I am coming tomorrow. What's your favorite <laughs> flavor? I'm just curious. Uh, my favorite flavor is um, either probably wedding cake or... Oh. Um, Yes. We got a tropical one. Ocean I like the adult margarita one. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, you need to get some boozy Cajun yeah. snows. <laughs> if we bring it, can we, is that allowed? Like, oh, yeah, BYOB. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, y'all did not just learn that from me, did you? That's awesome. Yay. I like I frozen teach treats. people everything. All right, Cajun <laughs> Snow, thank you for calling thank in. Thank you. Bye. 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 Oh, that's so, oh, that's so cool. That's so cool he was listening and... I know we've got we've got uh, like history together too. Yeah. Uh, so the He's process fun. of making ice cream is tedious. Are you still making it yourself? Well, actually, I started making it, then I stopped, and now I'm back in it. Why'd you go back to it? Because you didn't like the way they did it. Um, no, that's not why. You um, love making it. I could afford now to go back. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And that's what you like to do is make ice cream. I like ice cream. <laughs> so you have like to, to test every it. one of them. <laughs> So well, it's the creativity, is, you know? Is, you want to be part of the creativity. I gotcha. So is work ruining either one of your passions? My personal life? No, your My work, passion. Your passion. She started. <laughs> both, oh, both guys. Yes. Down, girl. No, uh, Sarah had a passion for baking. You have a passion for making ice cream. So is work taking the fun out of that? No. It's not. No, I'm not yet. I was going to say, I, nice. it's not necessarily taking the fun out of it, but baking used to be my hobby. Right, right. And so I really have had to reach to find a new hobby. <laughs> right. I don't have any hobbies. I, I need to get out there. <laughs> um, and also, I look at ice cream not as other people do. Like, they, you know, they use it for celebration. Like, I use it for celebration, but I see it as a work but I really want to hone my craft and make it the best it can be. So this may be our last question before we run out of time. Um, 
You've been listening to Up In Your Business with Carrie McCoy, and my guest is Sarah Slimp from Chunky Dunk Food Truck in Fayetteville, and Sally Mingle from Little Rock's Lob Lolly. You may have one time for call-in. Give the phone number one more time. We might. 501-433-0088. It would be a very short call, but (laughs) (laughs) Sally, and none of them have been so far. Sally, I think you just explained this to me, but what is your philosophy, your business philosophy? and your business model? I'm still trying to figure all of that out, but I think (laughs) my business philosophy... I wish they could see your eyes. You had the biggest eyes when I... I know. It's like, 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 what's the secret to life question, you know? Like, I I haven't figured it out. But I think my business philosophy, we have, we say this a lot at um, Lob Lolly, it's communication, teamwork, respect, and accountability. That's for my team philosophy, and it's a work in progress every day for our team because it's like you're building a culture and a community in itself. But also for my business philosophy is to, you're part of the community, so so be a steward of the community. I love to partner with people and do fun collaborations and give back to nonprofits. And so what we do is we make an ice cream flavor for that nonprofit and make a portion of that sale of that flavor that we co-create with the nonprofit goes back to them. So be part of the community. And then my, uh, what was the last, the, not the philosophy, but the, uh, business model model. I, think you said I say it. yes to everything, but I don't think that's a good idea. Oh, I think that's an excellent idea. <laughs> but yeah, I, that's how I got to do all these things is I just said Somebody yes. Somebody just wrote a book like that and Oprah put it on the bestseller. I think it's You said, never know what opportunities you're going to get. And everything is PR and everything. Like you never know by talking to this one customer how they're going to become a loyal customer. Well, Sarah really got me out of a pinch because I have got guests all through the year of 2016. You have your but, own private caterer. I know, right? <laughs> but, well, and that too. She doesn't, you, well, the first time Carrie ever met me, she said, you're the person that keeps hitting all these fattening things in my house. I know. Well, you can tell I don't eat a lot of fattening things, but I do eat ice cream every day. And she's got me eating cookies now. A little bit. Nice. They, they go together. They really do. What's your business model and philosophy, Sarah? Oh, you know, well, when I was... She <laughs> says yes to cookies and ice I cream. I say yes to I was going to say I do... I, she is really good customer service, though. Oh, I know what She's I was like going to say. She's like the best Sarah customer is, service. Sarah the also best. says yes about everything. Yeah, she does. She she's, does. And, when she, and I can nice. tell you're a yes person because when she called you up and asked you... I called Sarah last oh, night before last yeah. and said, Sarah, I'm in a pinch. My Friday show has got a conflict. I'm booked all the way through the rest of 2016, but I was having a hard time with someone for this show today, and I called Sarah up, and I said, why don't you call Loblolly, your friend? And she said, sure. And both of you girls got it together so fast. I was so impressed. <laughs> I owe both of y'all. No, y'all, no. We owe you a, ice cream and cookies. That <laughs> is an, that's right, you did. That is an entrepreneurial spirit, though. You got to just make it, make it work, make, make it, it work. happen, and have fun. Because, like, again, it's not brain surgery. Life, it's not going to end. Right. No, it's not. I have to remind people of that when their banner, their flagger banner doesn't get there on time. I'm like, it's not brain surgery. Nobody's dying. But you would think they are sometimes. <laughs> there's this, there's like a Leslie Note quote. God, I just love Yeah, you love it, a Leslie Note fuels me every time I think I can't do something. But there's this quote, and it is so, I mean, everyone is, all my friends, especially during Chunky Duck, we're like, this is you. Because she just says something the extent of everyone's like, well, why don't we stop working? And she says, no, life is all about not sleeping. You know, we're going to not sleep, skirt all of our other obligations just to make this work. It's fine. It's fine. You know, and she's <laughs> not slept for 48 hours. And that's <laughs> that about how my life, it, you know, today I have, I worked since six. I just got off work. We're doing the radio show and I go back at four to so work. So Sarah, tonight. what are you going to do <laughs> next? No, really, Sarah, what are your future plans? Do you have any idea? I or are you just winging it? I'm just, I just wing life. You know, it's Carl fine. Young called it uh, synchronicity. I call it listening to life because I think it drives some of my employees crazy a little bit. Sometimes they all want to know exactly what's going to happen next week. And I'm like, I don't know. I think that's part of being an entrepreneur, though, that ultimately, you know, I wouldn't have started Chunky Dunk if I had these super laid out plans. And in my head, I always I'm a big planner and I always you got to be flexible. You have to to know, like, you know, I could plan all these things out, but they're not going to happen. One of the 10 things I'm thinking might happen. Well, you got to be apt for change because you have no idea. Yeah. Well, I have a gift for y'all. Oh, scared. It's a cigar. A cigar? 
Yes, Monica. Yes, Monica. It's a cigar. I want to thank both of y'all for coming. And the reason you're getting a cigar is because we're going to Cajun Snow tonight. No, it's, no, it's, Cajun Snow for everyone. It's because starting a business is like birthing a baby. Oh yeah, oh, I think birthing so a monster cute. sometimes. And I often say, <laughs> and I often say, uh, Arkansas flag and banner is my firstborn, and yeah. I really love it that much. It really does feel like one of my children. Like, yeah. when, like when Sarah said she sold it and that somebody wanted it, it was really validated. Oh, yeah, it's we, a baby. We, I don't think we have time for the next last caller, but I will be here next week at the same time on KABF. My guest will be Matt McLeod from the Fine Arts Gallery. He opened up a fine arts gallery also on Main Street. Oddly enough, it's like Main Street Week. <laughs> or it might be Dempsey Bakery. They're having, they're kind of switching around there. I like uh, Paula. Yeah, they're kind of, yeah, and I'm gluten-free, so that'll be a great show. Maybe she'll bring you snacks. And she's owned a lot of, she's, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shame her into it. And she's owned several businesses, so she'll be a great guest, too. And Matt McLeod is talking about taking your passion and turning it into a business. He just opened up the Fine Arts Gallery cool. down on Main Street, and he's doing some great things. And then on October the 14th, I am unable to be here, so RJ from iProv will be here to sit in for me on October the 14th. And he is a great entrepreneur, and I don't know who his guest is gonna be, so it's gonna be really fun! But I've almost got the 2016 schedule laid completely out, and you're organized. I know. Well, everybody wants to do it. Everybody wants to do it. It's so fun. I love it. And it's mentoring, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So I'll put it on upinyourbusiness.com, and we'll put the list of people up so people can be empowered to go there and see who our guests will be in the next few weeks. So to our listeners, I hope you've learned something today that will help you up your business. I'm Carrie McCoy, and I'll see you next week on KABF Radio every Friday at 2. Until then, Hang tough and keep it up. You've been listening to Up In Your Business with Carrie McCoy. Want to hear today's program again or want someone else to benefit from it? Jot this down. It will be available from download within 24 hours on upyourbusiness.org or at flagandbanner.com. There you'll find links and other helpful resources to help you live the American dream.